the biggest news in country. This is the Country 104 Roundup with Matt Weaver. Uh, lots to do this week. We're going to have a conversation with the Rec Laws who were in Toronto uh, this week for an exclusive event. We'll talk to Andrew Hyatt, who is uh, headlining a great lineup next weekend at the Woodstock Truck Show. We've also got Ma- Michelle Henry on the show. And if you don't know, Michelle Henry was the one that got to go to Nashville with the Tennessee Takeover. Well, she just got back, and she's going to tell us her story. We've also got Bloopers, your concerts and events guide. One of our favorite country stars got married. And we'll uh, also celebrate the start to our summer and tell you how you can join us. The Country 104 Concert Series continues. All right, don't forget, next weekend, the Woodstock Truck Show. Tickets are available for the uh, performance by Andrew Hyatt, Kelsey Main, Danielle Bourgeau, and uh, more. And uh, we'll hear from Andrew Hyatt a little later in the show. First, let's uh, look at uh, what's going on this weekend. You've got Friday Night Racing, the Wall of Fame Night at Western Fair. Friday night will also be uh, in downtown London as well. Freedom Fridays at Cowboys Ranch. Saturday, Kitchener-Waterloo have the uh, Kennel Club show at The Odd. That runs all weekend. And a shout-out to the Guelph Storm, who play their first game of the Memorial Cup tournament on Saturday. They play game number two Sunday. Also, Game of Thrones has their final episode Sunday night. That's also the night of WWE Money in the Bank. Raptors game three in the Eastern Conference Finals. And it's the American Idol finale with John Party, Carrie Underwood, and more set to perform. Of course, don't forget, this is also Woodstock Stock Victoria Day weekend, Southside Park, full of great stuff to do this weekend, and uh, the event caps off Monday with your holiday parade. Don't forget, I was once the winner of the Queen Victoria Lookalike Contest. Yes, Woodstock, I was your queen. Never forget it. Hey, so this is kind of cool. One of our favorite Canadian country stars got married over the past couple weeks, and it was kind of a surprise to a lot of people. Uh, so shout out Dean Brody and his new bride, Andrea, we found out last week after we had already recorded the countdown that Dean had in fact got married. The wedding itself looked absolutely beautiful. Dean, always the romantic type. He's out in the forest with this beautiful gazebo. He's cupping her head in his hands. Uh, It's just a nice wedding photo and it's all up on my blog or on Dean Brody's social media feeds. His fans were quick to uh, send him some thanks as soon as they found out. And we're sending our love as well here at Country 104. Tennille Towns checked in at number 24 this week on the Country 104 Top 30 Countdown. And Tennille also checks in on some new music this week as well. Uh, Donovan Woods has got a new song featuring Tennille. It's an acoustic track, and it's called I Ain't Never Love No One. Here's a clip. Maybe I'll love again, and again maybe I won't. Maybe you feel the same, maybe you don't. Let's look at some more new music you can get your hands on. As we mentioned last week, Hunter Brothers are back with Northern Lights. That's their new single. Those Northern Lights got nothing on you. That look in your eyes shining brighter than the man up in that moon. Could be looking up there, but they just don't compare to the way that you look tonight. You can find that on the State of Mind record. Andrew Hyatt, headlining the Woodstock Truck Show next week, has two new songs out Friday. Uh, here's a clip of Didn't Know Me. Damn, driving life like you stole it. Letting go of anything on earth that's worth any bit of holding. Yeah, I met the guy running red We'll hear from Andrew a little later in the show. Also, Keith Urban is back, ready to uh, hit radio with his new single, We Were. There's a little bit of sweet in the bitter, though part of me is always going to miss her. I am who I am, I just miss who I was. 
Another great song from Keith. Really quickly, we want to check in with Midland, who give us an update on their second album. We're putting the final touches on it. We've learned a lot from our first album. Shoot, when we did Drinking Problem single, that was like three years ago. So we've grown a lot, put a lot of miles on the road, and learned a lot of things about our live show. And that influenced a lot of the decisions that we made on the album and wanted to make it fresh, but it's still Midland. It's all of us playing all the songs. I think one big difference that we hope you can hear is a cohesion in the band. We had our band play on the album this time, our road band, the guys that we spend every waking hour together, and we've got a musical connection that we wanted to capture on the album. So in those ways, it's changed for the better, for sure. I was lucky enough to get on the phone with the Rec Laws uh, this past week on Country 104. Stu and Jenna took the time to talk, and uh, here's a bit of that conversation. Now, so how are you guys? Things are going well. Yes, really good. It's been, it's been, it's funny. Like the entire industry of like how it's crazy, 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 and then it slows down. But we're just about to head back out on the crazy summer. Uh, yeah, uh, summer is when things normally amp up. You're in Toronto for an exclusive event. You've got your summer festivals on lined up, and then uh, even uh, June, you're uh, coming to hang out with us. You're headlining the beer and barbecue show in London. That's right, June fifteenth. We will be there. We can't wait. Barbecue and beer happening. I was going to say, it, it feels like to me that the rec laws fit in pretty well when it comes to barbecue and beer, yeah? Yeah. It's kind of our thing. You guys grill a lot, yeah? Yes, we do. We uh, actually are working with an awesome company called Morningstar Farms. Uh, they make veggie burgers. I read they that. Number one, number one veggie burger in the U.S., but they are brand new to Canada, and uh, they are unbelievable. So good. Yeah, we saw that you were working for them, and then in the press release it says, Jenna, you are a flexitarian. Can you please explain to me what that means? Well, I mean, it means I'm flexible. Oh, okay. So you're like omnivore <laughs> and carnivore. Yes, it means that I can eat, uh, like, I'm not fully vegetarian, and I'm not fully meat, you know? I eat what I like to eat, and but I, I think with these veggie burgers, it's pretty awesome, because it's like, it fills me up in a way that kind of a meat would do, but it's all veggie, so... I like it that way. Well, that's what most people will always say, too. Like, oh, I would totally eat a vegetarian burger, but it just doesn't taste the same. Uh, I haven't had the chance to eat one of these. They, they taste the same. You're, that's what you're telling me? They, they, well, like, pretty close, but definitely they're veggie. You are able to see everything in them. Like, you're able to see the, all the ingredients, the ones with corn, ones with bean. You actually see that in there. So it's kind of cool to see that you're actually eating what it says is on the package. You guys are building quite the resume, eh? Morningstar Farms, uh, their burgers you're working with. You've been working with the CFL. You are like Canada's hottest uh, act to put on a to put on a billboard. I like it. Yeah, pretty much. We'll throw the best tailgate you've ever seen. Yeah. What? Okay. What does a good tailgate entail? What What do you have to have? Because Ontario's uh, going to be all about tailgates in the next couple of years. I hear. Well, obviously, um, these veggie burgers will be a great asset to the barbecue side of it. Nice. And maybe. What one or two beers, and then um, <laughs> and then of course some live music with uh, yours truly. And then when nobody's listening, we get the other, the rest of the beer out, right after the one and two. That's right. Yeah. yeah. We, okay. We'll, yeah. <laughs> when we'll when we're done being responsible for the kids, then we get the rest of them out. I like it. That's, that's right. <laughs> so so tell us what's going on in Nashville, guys. Lead us to uh, what's coming up for uh, the Rec Laws here. I'm assuming you're doing some writing down there. Yeah. yeah, it's been mainly just writing every single day. We like haven't even taken a second to breathe down there. The weather's been amazing, and we're hoping to bring it back. Uh, when we come back at the end of the month, we're hoping to bring the nice weather back with us because it's not... Not amazing up here. <laughs> no, it's not at all. No, it's been pretty uh, junky. We need we need some warm weather to show up so Kawhi Leonard will think about staying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. 
All right. So, hey, if you're writing stuff, is it specifically for a project, or are you just kind of building the bank of some songs right now? We're like filling the filling the bank, but I mean, it's it's crazy this whole industry of like being on, being on, and then having this time off. So we're lucky to have this time off right now to actually catch up and to write some new stuff. So yeah, it's all new and. We're actually really excited about some of the stuff we've been writing. I'm excited now, too. The way I can literally hear, like, excitement and smile in your voice when you're talking about yes. it. So that makes me excited, too. Man, yeah, album two is going to be exciting. We're, we're um, just as excited as we were with album one, and we hope that the fans are uh, going to stay on board with us. <laughs> yeah. I get the feeling that people will be itching for the new stuff from you guys. So what are the chances in the, the Rec Laws estimation that we might hear some of this new music at some of the shows that you're playing this summer? Well, as far as the London Beer Barbecue show, we will definitely give a few teasers for sure. Oh, I like it. I like it. Might be one of the first shows we do that, too. All for London, Weaver. An exclusive look. Well, I appreciate that. You know what? I'm going to hold that to you because Country 104 is presenting that thing. I will be there to introduce you guys, so I'll be waiting for those new tunes. Uh, okay. We never have fun with you. No, no, there's no fun to be had with Weaver ever. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a big funny daddy. Reckless, thank you for your time. I got to let you go because I know you're doing a whole lot of interviews today. So thank you so much. We're going to okay. see you in what? 30 days? Yes, 30 sir. Days. 30 days. We'll see you soon. We love you. Love you too. Toronto for an exclusive event, summer festival time. Reckless, have a great rest of your day, all right? Not sure how often you listen to my show, two to seven weekdays on Country 104, but we've got a good friend who calls quite often. His name is Officer Ed Sanchuk of the Norfolk County OPP. And this past week he was talking about some scams, and I thought maybe we'd play those back right now just so you're in the loop and you know what's happening in your area. Here's that. Um, on Friday, May 10th, this is about 4.34 in the afternoon, I uh, received a call from a female reporting a theft. And it's basically a distraction theft that met a, cr- a criminal with a credit card. So long story short, we had a, a female shopping at the Tilsonburg Town Center Mall. And she was returning to her vehicle when she was approached by an unknown male. The male indicated that he had located money under her vehicle and insisted that she take the money. And the victim then opened her purse and put the money into her wallet, which time the male removed the credit card unbeknownst to the victim. And it was later discovered that the credit card was missing and two transactions had already been completed. So the guy that we're looking for, the suspect, is described as a white male. 40 to 50 years of age, he was wearing dark clothing. So if anybody's being approached in our parking lots, uh, any of the shopping centers or stores, uh, it was a similar similar type of occurrence happening where they're saying, hey, I've just found some money underneath, underneath your vehicle. Here you go. Please do not take that money. Please do not open your purse or your wallet. Uh, it's just a way to distract you in order to get your credit card out of your wallet. Purse. Yeah, absolutely. That's uh, terrible. And a quick reminder to anybody listening, if it sounds too good to be true, it's probably too good to be true. It definitely is. My pop always said it looks like a duck clocks like a duck. Guess what, Junior? It's a duck. So, yeah. If somebody uh, comes you know, up and says they found money under your car, take the money, put it in your pocket, and say, leave. <laughs> absolutely. You know, just don't open your wallet or purse. We were yeah. like, oh, another one uh, was the... Uh, Basically, the emergency scam where people, we had one last week where $37,000 was taken. Yeah. Um, this week, uh, $12,000 was asked for, um, but not given. So the actual, they actually told me that they were listening to the radio station and include in the fact that when they got a call, they remember hearing on the radio station saying, hey, you know what? This was actually a scam. I'm going to call my, my loved one at home. And that's exactly what they did. So wow. for, for, for that, we appreciate that. And we just want to say thank you for all that uh, hard work you're doing for us as well. Yeah, hey, we helped somebody. They we're doing a great job here. Doing a fantastic job, Weaver. Michelle Henry was the Tennessee Takeover Grand Prize winner here at Country 104 last month. And this past weekend, she got to go to Nashville, Tennessee. And of course, when I talked to her about the trip, my first question was, how was Jake Owen live? It was unreal. Like, 
up close and personal. <laughs> he felt like a few meters away, pretty much. Uh, him and Mackenzie Porter were so good, and it was really cool the way he talked to the crowd and everything, too, about the songs and sang, and he even joked with us at one point he was going to bring Kid Rock out, which we believed him for a second, because you never know in Nashville. <laughs> yeah, you had me playing along there, too. I was right? like, Kid Rock was there. Well, he, has a new, he has a new song with Kid Rock, Yeah, and uh, he was talking about it, and he said, so I brought him here to sing it tonight, and we freaked out for a second. He said, nah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no! <laughs> but you know, that one second, when you're in Nashville, you're thinking, really? <laughs> Could be anybody. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. But, no, it was absolutely amazing, you guys. Uh, gave us the trip of a lifetime, really. We were right downtown, walking distance from Broadway, and Country Music Hall of Fame, and the Gulch on the other side, which is kind of like a Liberty Village in Toronto, which oh, is really wow. like a, a trendy, cool area. So they have the murals and stuff over there. So we did a lot of exploring just by walking around, which is great. Did you see the big Taylor Swift Me butterfly mural? Okay, so I was disappointed. It got taken down the week before. No! <laughs> yeah, I ended up looking it up, actually, because... Uh, I knew it was right where we were, but it, it yeah, it had been taken down, I guess, at the beginning of May. You know <laughs> so what? I totally got in front of that. You know what's <laughs> kind of cool about this, too? Because I, I never know. They don't tell me a lot of the details. They just say, we're sending somebody to Nashville. We actually gave you a good hotel near the Strip, not one on, like, the outskirts of the city. You got a good one. Yeah. Yay! Was, uh, amazing. I know. We're not, uh, not used to staying like that. It was uh, pretty fancy at the Westin, and walking distance literally to everything uh we ended up ubering one day over to the grand old opry though because we couldn't miss out on that so that yeah. was really cool that was really cool to go see too and uh the opry land hotel we just went over and walked around in because um, one of the locals said they have an atrium the size of a football field with waterfall waterfalls and all sorts of stuff <laughs> Man. it was crazy michelle i can hear the excitement that uh that you're uh projecting through your voice i hope you can hear the jealousy that's projecting <laughs> through my voice right now well it's still honestly i've i've caught out now I, could, I still couldn't wrap my head around it when we won or when i won and uh my fiance ian got to come around or come along for the ride so he was pretty happy too. yeah no <laughs> doubt he's like michelle was playing some radio game and now i'm going to nashville yeah <laughs> say the least yeah so, <laughs> so you got to yeah. see the opry you got to stroll around in the nashville check out the districts what else did you make it to the bluebird cafe or anything like that um that one we didn't go to but we uh went to uh the ryman down, downtown there no the doubt. so that was really cool and uh country music hall of fame right downtown we didn't end up making it to the bluebird but just makes us want to go back now there's something different to see i feel like every time you're there because there's so much happening all the time <laughs> so for for canadians listening right now to you telling your story uh what would you recommend for a, a canadian who's never been to nashville what are they what what should they do first what was your favorite part Ooh, oh that's so hard uh honestly i would say broadway it's just such a cool place to take in day or night <laughs> no matter uh what you want to do there there's something for everyone and Every uh, establishment or bar, restaurant, anything you walk into has live music playing from like 9 a.m. in the morning when you're going for breakfast to early hours of the night, I guess, or early hours of the morning, late hours of the night. Incredible. When we <laughs> so. do, when we had the Canadian Country Music Awards or the Junos in London, we would tell people, oh yeah, there's going to be music all day and all night, and that's how we sell them on three days. In Nashville, it's every day. It's all day, every day, literally. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I can tell you had a good time. Did fiancé have a good time, too? He was happy? Oh, he loved it, and uh, we actually met up with Kyle from the morning show because he made his way down there. And, I uh, heard that. Now, was he, Kyle presentable? Was Kyle okay to be in public in his Nashville state? Oh, yes, he sure was. He oh. was a great host on and off the air. And, uh, we all had right. some fun times out with him at uh, Dirk Bentley at Whiskey Row there on Broadway. You so. guys went out with Kyle <laughs> to the Dirk's Bentley bar. Oh, man. 
I gotta wake. I gotta wake up earlier and listen to his stories in the morning. Oh, well, there's a ton there. Uh, Like all the big singers, country singers have kind of open bars there in recent years, I guess. So there's a Dirk Bentley, uh, Kid Rock, Jason Aldean, uh, Old Red, which is Blake Shelton. Yeah. uh, Florida Georgia Line's got one now. Yeah, Florida Georgia Line House. I think I said Kid Rock. Uh, I don't know. There's a ton. There's a ton. And then they have the ones that are kind of your little hole in the wall, but you walk in and it has so much history and someone's playing music there too. It's really cool. So much to take in and thank you again. You guys really set us up to live a trip of a lifetime there. Country 104 <laughs> did good, eh? They did amazing. I mean, thank you so much again and uh, it's still unbelievable. <laughs> We're back. I keep thinking, did that really happen? And just to be able to fly and go for free and up close and personal with Jake Owen, it was just crazy and amazing all at the same time. <laughs> I am so jealous. It I'm sounds still awesome. I'm smiling ear to ear here. I, we talk can, about it. We can hear the smile through the phone right now. It's so oh, awesome. Yeah. I'm so happy you're happy and you had a good time. And oh, it was absolutely. a good hotel and Jake was awesome. And the only thing that sucks, next time we send you, we'll send you to see Kid Rock, all right? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not complaining. We were not complaining about. No one listened. <laughs> Man, Mackenzie Porter, she was so good, too. She is awesome, isn't she? I've her before. Everything was just awesome. I kept saying, this is awesome. The whole time I was there. (laughs) It sounds like me doing an interview. It's awesome. Everything's awesome. Yeah, it's true. It's true. It was. It was really just amazing. Trip of a lifetime. Shout out to Riley Green. Super nice guy. And uh, here's a clip of Riley talking about his songwriting. I never co-written up until a couple years ago. So having written all my songs about what I knew from growing up in a small town in Northeast Alabama, it didn't seem like you had to be that smart to do it. And I mean, obviously, I'm doing it. So it's one of those things where I didn't put that much thought into the songs I wrote. I wrote songs about how I grew up and the things I knew and things I cared about. And it just turns out a lot of folks grew up the same way, not just in Alabama, but, you know, all over the country. So it's kind of an eye-opening thing to see songs and stories from your childhood and growing up and people relate all over the country. As you might know, Eli Young Bander uh, hot on the scene once again in country music with that new single, Love Ain't. Uh, people are loving on Love Ain't. And actually, Eli Young Band in this clip talk about the people inspired by that song. The stories that I've heard have been more about finding the appreciation of the ones that they were overlooking. Sometimes your heart is pushing you in a direction that you're kind of ignoring the obvious. We didn't necessarily have an intention for this song to be that, but oddly, more of the stories have been the clear choice was right in front of me the whole time kind of story. Question and answer time on the show. I always answer three on the top 30. Let's see what you got. One. Hey, Weaver, what did you think of Raptors Bucks Game 1 NBA East Eastern Conference Finals. Oh man, that was something else, wasn't it? I have been listening to a lot of U.S. media telling me that the Raptors are going to get punked by the Bucks in this series. Now, fair warning, I do not know what happens as you and I hear uh, talk right now, Friday night. Raptors have game two. We record this Thursday morning. So, uh, from what I've seen in game one, the Raptors definitely have a shot. And if uh, Kyle Lowry wasn't the only Raptor to hit a shot in the fourth quarter of game one, uh, we might have stolen that in Milwaukee. Uh, so, we're definitely alive, and I'm excited for my guys. Two. Weaver, are you excited for the Game of Thrones finale Sunday night? Definitely, but not as excited as I was coming into the season. No spoilers here on the show, but if you've been watching season eight of Game of Thrones, it's just too rushed. It's too rushed, and it's it's getting to me a little bit. But yes, I am definitely excited for the finale. That goes Sunday night, same as the American Idol finale. All right, final question. Three. Weaver, what is the most ridiculous fact you know? Uh, that comes from my uh, buddy's son, and uh, we've actually shared that fact on the show before. So if you don't remember it, here it is. 92% of North Americans are dazzled by impressive-sounding statistics.
All right, shout out to our good friend Andrew Hyatt, the Canadian country star, set to headline the Woodstock Truck Show with an amazing lineup next Saturday. So grab your tickets before it is too late. Uh, Andrew's got two new songs out this Friday in addition to the two recent records he also put out. So I had to ask him when we talked this past week, uh, tell me about all this new music you're putting out, dude. Uh, shout out to your release of both records, because there was a time there when I didn't think you were actually going to release Able, and then boom, there it is, right? And uh, like I originally had it as like a digital download, and then I got it on vinyl, but now it's out to everybody now, and I'm happy you did that, because it's an excellent record, man. Ah, thanks, man. You know, I, I've, I came from that world, right? I come from the one guy with an acoustic guitar and a guy playing like a, a B3 or or a pedal steel. It's like... It's like that's where my heart started in in songwriting. It's like those serious, sad songs, or or very real and deep songs. It's like that's kind of as a songwriter what I what I developed as, and, and I was feeling like that was kind of missing in my life as far as like just you know those those songs they don't appeal to the masses. They appeal to like people who love sitting down and like listening to records front to back, which. I don't know if that's still all of the population, but there is a good chunk after releasing it that restored my faith in that. Um, but music is consumed differently now, right? It's like, it's a singles world. And I, I just felt like I needed to put something a little bit more complete out um, for myself. Hey, nothing wrong with that because uh, there is a segment, as you said, I'm one of them. We have the vinyl at our house. And in that regard, you, you also can't be somebody else. You got to be you and you got to be true to you. Otherwise, what's the point, right? Yeah, and it's, I mean, it's like anything. I'm learning, I'm adapting, I'm growing as an artist and as a musician and, and kind of finding my niche and, and, and what kind of both feeds my soul but also helps my career. And, you know, it's it's a delicate balance. And I think we've kind of, I finally found a team and I'm sitting in a place where, you know, they support both sides of that creative endeavor. I love it. Okay, so for those who are just checking into this conversation, Kane, uh, that EP was already out. It's got songs like Habit, and then Abel is out now. It came out this year. It's got some really cool uh, acoustic-driven kind of songs. But I'm looking at my track list, dude, and I don't see any of the titles that you are said to be releasing Friday. So this has got to be new music that's coming out here. That's it, man. We're, we're coming in hot. We got a couple songs uh, that we're going to release on Friday, and then um, we're kind of going to let the numbers sort of decide what the next single is, um, you know, just see what people are responding to um, and go from there. Yeah. What kind of, uh, what kind of release is it going to be? So what are we sinking our teeth into to decide from? So one is didn't know me and the other is hang around kind. Are they of the same vein? Are they different? Yeah. I mean, it's, if you've been to one of my live shows, then, then that's what it is. It's kind of in the vein of, you know, habit and on me. Um, and they're just, it's what I do when I'm with my band, but I, I feel like we've grown, uh, sonically and, you know, both on the, the instrumental side and the musical side, um, and the vocal side, I feel like there's been a growth and I feel like this is kind of the, this is going to be the release for me. That is like, this is a hundred percent me, you know, this is what feels like me when I put it out. Let's get to part two of our conversation with Andrew Hyatt. He'll be uh, talking about uh, his performance and looking forward to getting back on the stage. Yeah, we actually had, we had our first um, full band. We've kind of had a couple with, you know, my band leader putting the show together and whatnot, and then just kind of sitting down with the drummer and talking through things. But we had our first weekend of rehearsals a couple weekends ago. And 
we could not wipe the smiles off our faces. Yeah. If that's any indication of what summer's going to be, it just, everybody just fell right back in the line and it just felt so good head to toe. It felt great to just like have the power back in my voice and, and just feel like, you know, even our sound guy who came on halfway through last year, he kind of, you know, if I were to say it now, there would be a bunch of bleeping, but you know that he just came in and he just was like, I've never heard you sound this good. And we were like, yeah, this is it. This is going to be a great summer. So, oh man. Now I'm excited that we get to kick it off with you. Cause next weekend you're doing the Woodstock truck show and you got a hell of a lineup behind you. Yeah, man. I'm really excited about that. You know, um, a lot of these artists, you know, we've been, we've been together for a long time. We got, uh, Kelly Prescott, who's one of my very good friends and, you know, I, I adore her musically and as a person, um, you know, Kelsey Maine, Buck 20, we've played a bunch of shows together. Um, yeah, I think it's going to be great. And Danielle, I always mispronounce her last name and we've made jokes about this. So I always just call her Daniel B. Ah, but, yeah. so it's Borjo. And you know what the worst is? I had to teach myself how to spell it. That took forever. Yeah. And that's it. The spelling and the pronunciation are two very different things. This should be a lot of fun, man. Hey, as the as the guy who's headlining, you've opened for many years. As the guy at the top of the build, does this mean you got to get everybody a present or something next weekend? Uh, I don't think so. I think it just means that we get to open our trailer and they can raid our beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I think I think that's kind of how it works. Right? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. You make make sure you got a couple extra then, because those buck twenty boys, they'll have a few of them. Yeah, I know. I know. We've played a few shows with these guys before. We know that. We know the drill. <laughs> Love it. So, uh, for those who have never seen you live and are on the fence, should I go see Andrew Hyatt next weekend at the Woodstock Truck Show? What do you tell them? Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a blast. You know, if you're if you like good times and you like good music uh, and you like to drink beer, then I think I think you should come. And if you don't like any of those things, by all means, please stay home because. You know, we're not about that. So. <laughs> <laughs> good times, good music, beer, and then there's trucks, too. You got a truck? You ever, you, are you a truck guy? I've never asked you that. I just actually traded in my truck um, for a sport touring for the catchback. Oh, but you had I'm, a I'm truck. On. Of all the trucks you've owned, what was your favorite truck? You know what? This is probably going to make people laugh, but I, I had a, I think it was a 91 or a 90, 90 or 91 Chevy S10, and it's a small truck. But it had a V8 Vortec in it, and that thing, like its its power to weight ratio was it was absolutely useless in the winter. Yeah. But in the summer, that truck ripped. <laughs> I was always a Chevy guy. I didn't know there was a V8 in that one. Yeah, yeah, that was like that. They changed it. I think they changed it in '92. But it was the truck was literally like you could stand behind it with two guys pick the the back end up off the ground, but the front end. It just weighed so much. It had this massive engine in it. <laughs> yeah, that's so awesome. Maybe you'll see one of those kicking around next week. That'd be funny. Oh, I would. I would love to get one. Like I've been looking. Um, it was like a, that truck was hilarious. I paid five hundred dollars for it. I paid more to put new tires on it, and we fixed it up. And it was just. It was a blast, man. The first first year, no second gear was a um, had a bit of a delayed shift in it. It was just whatever the engine was old, it was slipping. And uh, so you'd pin it and then it would, it would rev and rev and rev and rev. And then all of a sudden it would kick into third and it was like, you were in a spaceship and you just hit the launch button. <laughs> it was hilarious. Those old like uh, movie theater promos where the guys up against the seat, just blasted back by sound. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And you had two and a half inches of play on either side of the steering wheel. So you looked like you were doing the bus driver dance the whole time you were driving it. <laughs> pretty funny. Dude, that's awesome. Hey, thanks for taking the time to be on the phone with us today, man. 
Hey, no problem. I hope I get to see you soon, and uh, and thanks for taking my call. No worries, man. Truck show next weekend. Andrew Hyatt on the phone with us now. He's performing. Make sure you get Cain uh, and Abel in your collection, and then new ones uh, didn't know me and hang around kind coming out this uh, Friday. Thanks, brother. Yeah, no problem, man. Take care. Hey, what's a good May 2-4 weekend without fireworks and Weaver making a fool of himself? Let's hear our bloopers this week from producer Eric. Still have the banner, by the way. I was thinking of breaking it out this weekend. You remember that one? I dressed up as a queen and sat in a parade for two hours going... <laughs> so ridiculous. The advertiser's chagrin. Terrible. Am I really going to say much to the advertiser's chagrin? I want that to be in the bloopers. Weaver, nobody cares about the chagrin of the advertisers. Ha <laughs> ha! Chagrin we are! <laughs> Don't use big words, Weaver. Dumb it down. There's content going on here. Yeah, we got content. Take Wednesday off every week. Hell yeah. <laughs> All right, feeling better. Feeling much better now. Join us for... Uh, Join us for some whiskey here at Country 104 every Thursday. Our Moxo... <laughs> I've been drinking whiskey already this morning, and I'm not here at Moxie's yet. <laughs> we record on Thursdays for those who don't get the joke. <laughs> the Country 104 Weekly Roundup. Find all things country at country104.com.